Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Myron Metcalf, that's me. He's Taylor Twelman. ESPN Radio is where you're listening, maybe, or on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, reach us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Feel free to give us a call and add your two cents to the conversation. Taylor, uh, there's a lot to talk about in the NFL, but now we're going to talk about the NFC and our confidence in okay. these teams ahead. Ryan, what do we have coming up? What is it called? The Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Sorry, I can do better. I can do this. <clears throat> NFL <laughs> confidence meter. Okay. <laughs> what's what's the first team? Who's up, right? The Seahawks. Aforementioned Seahawks. What <laughs> kind of villain voice is that, man? It's, that's fascinating. Taylor Seahawks, what do you think? What's your level of confidence? And basically what we're doing is a scale of 1 to 10, 10, 10 being your most confident, 1 least confident as these teams make a push toward the playoffs Give us a number. How confident are you, Taylor Twelman, in the Seattle Seahawks? Eight. I love the Seahawks in the way they're playing defensively. I love, the, well, take away Jamal Adams and his ability to light a cigar. As For those of you that are listening, he lit a cigar after making the playoffs last night. The wrong end twice. He tried to light the wrong end twice. Anyways, I digress. Uh, I love the way this team's playing defensively. I love the way this team's getting after rushing the football. Uh, in the playoffs, we've seen that be uh, the way you win these games. You've got Russell Wilson who can pull a rabbit out of his hat more often than not. Myron, as long as he's not the Russell Wilson that we saw going into Week 16 that was turning the ball over a little carelessly, uncharacteristically a little bit of Russell Wilson. But I love this team. I love the ability for them to play ugly at times and to play tough. But their defense is the reason why I'm believing in this team as an eight. And I think they can still go to Green Bay and win that game in that kind of environment because of what I've seen uh, in week 16 and what I've seen over the last two or three weeks. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, to me, when I look at teams going into the playoffs, like I want to know who is sort of sticking to their stuff, who hasn't made these grand changes in recent weeks. And if you tell me that the Seahawks need a miracle from Russell Wilson – that he has to play well in order for them to have a chance against the best teams in this league, I'll tell you that that's been the story Russell Wilson's entire career. This is what the Seahawks do. And the lie is that you need a great defense to win championships, that that's really the only way to do it. What you need is a bunch of playmakers on defense. What the Patriots have had over their run as a 20-year titan in the sport is they've had playmakers on defense takeaways, forcing turnovers. That's what Belichick's teams have been able to do. And if Jamal Adams and this Seahawks defense can do that and give Russell Wilson that extra opportunity, they have a chance to beat anybody in the NFC. So I'm at an eight with you uh, with Seattle. Ryan, what's the next team? The Chicago Bears. I put the mask on, guys. Is that better? Okay. Better? (laughs) It's cool. It's cool. Uh, Taylor, what do you think about the Chicago Bears? Uh, the same way I feel about Ryan with a mask on trying to do this voice. Uh, I'm I'm going to give it a two and a half. I'm going to give it, honestly, a two and a half. First off, Myron, you're asking the wrong guy. I spent majority of my life in St. Louis. I could care less about anything going on in Chicago in this Bears team. You explained to me that Mitch Trubisky is the player that we've seen over the last three or four weeks, and yet you're in this situation. How are you in this situation? 
I, I, I feel like Matt Nagy's getting a pass. I mean, Myron, you tell me if I'm wrong. The way Matt Nagy has handled this situation with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky, I'm sorry, man. I, you, you can't find a way. If they make the playoffs, it'd be remarkable. And watch, they probably will. But the fact that we're having this conversation in the kind of play that Mitch Trubisky's had over the last two or three weeks, I get it. I've seen the opponents he's played against. They haven't been that great. doesn't matter. This kid has looked better, and yet you're still in this situation because I think Matt Nagy mishandled Nick Foles and Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, you pay Nick Foles $20 million, and this is sort of the situation you end up in. If the Bears get into the playoffs, it's, it's not like they earned it, right? They kind of stumbled into the playoffs because the cards couldn't do the simple things down the stretch. I'm with you. I'm at a three. Uh, This is not, to me, a good team. This is not a team that can win any games. I don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. I don't believe in his ability to win big games, make big plays consistently. Uh, I just don't know why all of a sudden there's all this hype about signing Trubisky. Are you not watching the Carson Wentz situation? You want to invest in the quarterback you're not sure about? Are you crazy? Why would you ever do that with a guy like Mitch Trubisky? I don't know what his future is, but I'm a three as long as he's leading that team. Ryan, what's next? The Los Angeles Rams. So this is interesting to me because the Rams a couple weeks ago, I thought that they were that sleeper team that more people needed to talk about. And I thought they were that team that people weren't paying attention to. Aaron Donald might be the scariest, might be the best football player, not named Pat Mahomes. Uh, He should be in the MVP race. He should finish number two. He's that good, that influential. If Jared Goff can just get the job done. But now we've had up and down Jared Goff, and now Jared Goff who might be injured. Sources per Adam Schefter are saying that he might have a broken thumb, could affect how he performs going forward. It's hard for me to believe in this Rams team with Jared Goff, who already had his struggles, not being 100% healthy, not knowing what they're going to get from week to week week offensively, couldn't score against Seattle. I'm at a five for the Los Angeles Rams. Taylor, I would say uh, a couple weeks ago, I was probably close to a seven. I'm down to a five based on what I saw against Seattle on Sunday. Where are you? Two weeks ago, I was at an eight, and then they lost to the Jets. They lost to the Jets at home with a full roster. Like, Myron, uh uh-uh, I'm out. I'm out. And now you're talking about you've got to win a game without your quarterback who's got a broken thumb. And my word, has Jared Goff regressed over the last two or three weeks? And quite frankly, you can see the disgust on Sean McVay's face during the game, the mannerisms. I mean, that interception he threw yesterday took the com- took the win completely out of the sails of the L.A. Rams. You could see it, Myron. I don't like this Rams team because of Goff. If you had a different quarterback, I like this team a lot. I love the tools around the quarterback. I love the defense. I love everything about it. So, you're asking me where I am. I'm going to say I'm a 5, but two weeks ago, I was at an 8, and now they've lost to the Jets, which I completely... If Jared Goff somehow plays through the broken thumb and finds any kind of rhythm, which I don't see happening... Myron, this team could do some real damage. I just don't think it's going to happen because Goff's going to be injured and Goff's completely lost his confidence, as has the head coach in him. I'm with you. Ryan, who's our next team, Green, our last team? Green Bay Packers. Taylor, I watched the game last night uh, against the Tennessee Titans in the snow. And you can blame the weather. 
Um, but, but to me, what you saw more than anything is that the conditions don't matter. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP of this league. And here's my theory on Aaron Rodgers, and people can debate this all they want. The, the GOAT of the NFL at that position is Tom Brady. There is no debate about that. The greatest of all time, Tom Brady. I will not argue against that. The greatest quarterback of all time is Aaron Rodgers. The best player at that position is Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. He's going to lock up MVP. To me, he's going to win it decisively, and he showed why in games like Sunday nights in the snow against Tennessee. He will cut up any defense in this league. The way Devontae Adams is playing, the things they can do in the run game, Aaron Jones and how he can be a guy who he's throwing quick passes to, uh, can, can get big yards for you, that defense if it shows up, plays to its capability, this is a team that can get to the Super Bowl led by Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Again, not the GOAT. That goes to Tom Brady. But the best football player at that position of all time is Aaron Rodgers. Taylor, what do you think? Myron, where are you from? I'm at, a, I'm at a 10. I'm sorry. I'm at a 10. For a yeah, Myron, where are you from? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, okay, cool. Just wanted to clarify that <laughs> There's for full transparency. It, With you dropping Aaron Rodgers as the best football player to ever play the quarterback position listen he's the mvp i'm not going to argue with you at all 100 percent about it i love the way he can play in the snow i love that i love the way this team was running the football the defense all of that and yet i'm at an eight but i'm not totally sure there's not a team that can surprise them how many times myron from milwaukee has the green bay packers disappointed you in the big game with the amount of talent and, in your words, the greatest football player to ever play the quarterback position. I only remember the highlights, Taylor. I'm a highlight uh-huh. guy. I don't know. You yeah. may focus on the lows. I tend to focus on I'm the I'm in the Northeast. So I just remember I'm in the, the great this moment. Is, yeah, <laughs> the glasses have fulls always when you look at the miserable part of life, being you know living in Boston. Truth be told, I love the Packers. I love everything that I saw last night, and yet I'm at an eight only because that team time and time again with the greatest football player at the quarterback position, said by Myron Metcalf, has disappointed in big games. I'm at an eight, but I feel like they're not going to be in the Super Bowl this year. You know, if they're not in the Super Bowl, uh, it'll be because they lost to a team like the Saints, potentially maybe a good Seattle team, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, those are all teams that – I certainly are, are capable. I look, just at you, look at you already backtracking. Packers are good. Oh, no, no, no. The Packers, are, I'm at a 10, but I know the NFC, unlike the AFC where you kind of figure Kansas City will sell, uh, they definitely have but some it, so, so in your mind, it's not a disappointment if the Packers are not in the Super Bowl with this team in 2020? See, in my mind, it is. I mean, disappointment, meaning they were like the overwhelming favorite to, to make a run. Yes. With any you're time at you're playing a 10, the Saints, Myron. No, no, no. It, but anytime you're playing a team like the Saints, anytime you got to go through Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, there's always the chance that something crazy could happen. But I think they're in the driver's seat. I do think they are a 10. I picked them to be in the Super Bowl facing Kansas City or maybe Buffalo. We'll see. Uh, they're a good team. And that's Aaron Rodgers is, to me, the greatest player at that position, but he's not the GOAT. Two different arguments. And I think that's fair. I don't want to have that conversation with a guy from Boston because you'll bring up all the Super Bowls and everything. And I don't have an argument no, for that. No. I just think Aaron Aaron Rodgers is, is ex- exponentially more talented than Tom Brady. I just that's don't all I know. Mean. That's all. I, but I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is the best football player to ever play quarterback. That could be a uh, interesting debate. Neither yeah. here nor there. Well, there's a lot of debates in the NBA. 
And one of the big debates we're having, he's Taylor Twelman, I'm Myron Metcalf. This is the this is the Mike Greenberg show on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. One of the big debates is what we should take from legitimately one of the most lopsided games we have ever seen, especially between a couple of teams we expect to see in the playoffs. The Clippers, the Los Angeles Clippers, who didn't have Kawhi Leonard, uh, didn't have one of the Morris twins, were down by 50 points, Taylor, to the Dallas Mavericks. 50 points at halftime. They were down by as much as 57 points in the game. And I believe the Mavericks lead was at least 40 for about 30-plus minutes in that matchup. After the game, you had guys like Paul George say, hey, there's a lot on us. We got to figure it out, even though Kawhi didn't play because of that cut he he uh, received in his mouth in the previous game. But still unacceptable. What do you take away from that when you see a team at this stage in the season down 50 points at halftime of a game? Myron, it was 77-27 at halftime. That is the largest <laughs> deficit in the NBA since the shot clock era. That's like 1964, 65, whatever the year may be. Yeah. 27 points the Clippers That's great. scored in the first half. And so my biggest takeaway is the fact that Paul George texted Doc Rivers and blamed him after the game because that's re- it was still Doc Rivers' fault <laughs> that Kyrie or, you know, Kawhi Leonard didn't play and that the Morris twin didn't play. I'm joking, kidding aside. It was shocking. And yet, the Bucks beat the Knicks. Or the Knicks lost. Excuse me. The Knicks beat. The Bucks lost to the Nets. The 76ers yep. lost to the Cavs. The Nets lost to the Hornets. It's a one-off. This is the NBA. My, Myron, this is the one thing that is very difficult in a pandemic year like 2020. I, You can't make general statements in general observations in a in a year like this and especially when we're hitting the the nitty-gritty of the winter time with the virus i i just think you're going to get lopsided results myron in my sport around the world we've seen liverpool loss liverpool is one of the best teams in the world right now they lost by five goals five goals in a game where you're just you're playing games rapidly i'm not putting anything into this however I thought it was unbelievable to see 27 points scored in one half in a professional basketball game, and that team being the L.A. Clippers. Yeah. You'll never see that again. Liverpool would have won that game, by the way, if they had Messi. I mean, you got to have Absolutely. Messi. Uh-huh. You win every yep. game well if you have him uh-huh. on yep. your team. That's what I know about soccer. The Clippers would have won if this. they had Messi too, by the way. <laughs> they probably would have. You're right. You cannot make any grand assumptions this early in the season when you see a result like that. You cannot say, well, this is what it means going forward, unless you're talking about the Clippers. Because if you're talking about the Clippers, you're talking about history, distant history and recent history. This is a team that we just expect to choke. It's what they did under Doc Rivers. And I like Doc Rivers as a coach, but let's not pretend as if he didn't blow a bunch of leads throughout the playoffs during his time with the Clippers. And what we saw in the bubble was an extension of that. This is a team you can't trust. And my opinion is this. If you can score 27 points and a half and you're down 50 with or without Kawhi, I think you're going to choke at some point in the playoffs if you get there. I have no reason, Taylor, in that scenario to invest in a team like the Clippers when time and time again they continue to show us that they can just quit, that something happens with that organization, with that team, where suddenly they stop playing, 
Suddenly they stop believing in themselves and they look around and go, who's going to bail us out? It happened in the bubble. It's happened throughout the history of that franchise. And when you're down 50 at halftime to a Mavericks team, that's not even 100% healthy, by the way, I have zero reason to trust you going forward. This is who the Clippers are. And it, I take a lot from a game like that because I expect them to do that again when the games count even more down. 27 points. You're out of your mind. No way. 27 points and a half. Maybe not 27 points, but they're going to choke is what I'm saying. They're going to choke and collapse down the stretch when games get more important. You cannot invest in the Clippers. You cannot invest in this idea that somehow they're better because they swap coaches, got Ty Lue in there. This is who they are. This is their identity as a franchise. We talked early in the show about the Browns and how you can pick the year in the last 20, 30, 40 years, and it's the same Browns. It's the same mistakes. Taylor, I just think the Clippers follow that same narrative. Myron, I'm curious, so now that the NBA's out of their bubble and they're within their own arenas, have you enjoyed this setup? It's just hard to watch without fans, but it's it's cool yeah, to see. I, I, you know. Obviously, but I'm just wondering now, is it is it a little bit, for me, it's a little bit better. I know that sounds crazy. Although I love what the NBA did with the bubble and whatnot. Yeah. I still enjoy it. it. It's great. It's great to see. I mean, there's you have the Nets and Kyrie and you've got KD and you've got so many interesting teams. I just want them to finish a season. And the thing we had in the bubble was knowing we're going to get to a championship. It might not look normal, but we're going to get there. Now, Taylor, I think we're going to see some of the disruptions and the interruptions that we know COVID uh, can cause. But yeah, but Myron, what. if you asked you and I before the season started, would the NFL complete their season? I think I would have been on on the record of saying, no, I don't think they do. I think they miss a ton of games, and yet yeah. they found a way. My money's on Adam Silver and the NBA finding a way to bring some kind of ending to the competition, even if you have games postponed like we're seeing today in England where Manchester City and Everton are being postponed. I get what you're saying, but I've been pleasantly surprised with all these leagues, Major League Soccer, the NBA, the NHL. I mean, they've gotten it done, and the NFL has surprised a lot of people, including myself. Yeah, I think the NBA will get to a a championship. I just think if the standard is you need at least eight guys to play between contact tracing. Everybody thinks it's the positive test. Yep. It's the contact tracing, which is why the Rockets couldn't play their first game against the Thunder. So that, to me, is the difference. NFL, if you're down 10 guys, you can still play that game. NBA is not going to work like that. But I'm telling you what, I'm glad to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the same team because this is as spectacular as I anticipated. Are they the, the best team win. in the East? Uh, they're, they're the best team in the East, and, and they're number two in the NBA, I think, and they're the best competition for the Lakers. Kyrie, we can have a whole conversation about who he is off the court. He went to Boston uh, where he played and had a special outing there. This is what he had to say after that game last week uh, in the Garden. No, I'm like I said the other night, I went to war with those guys, you know, those, those young guys down there. Like I said, I don't even want to, I got to stop calling them young guys. They're, they're growing um, so beautifully, and I want them to continue to get better. And we're going to continue to lean on each other as brothers off the floor, but on the floor, we're going to continue to compete. Real quick here, Taylor, is that the team to beat for the Lakers? I think that's the it only is. team they got to deal I, with. I think it is, as long as Kyrie Irving doesn't occupy the headspace of Kevin Durant for the entire season and drive him crazy with trying to be the smartest person in the room. If they both have a chip on the shoulder and they're aligned, I'd be shocked if they're not in the NBA Finals. Yeah, they just got to keep it together, which we all know. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, if there's one thing they're capable of, it's keeping a team together. Greeny, the podcast. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. But something happened in L.A. today at Staples Center that made history. Clippers taking on the Mavericks. And there is the horn for one of the most extraordinary first halves in the 40-plus years that the Dallas Mavericks have played basketball. A 50-point lead. That call courtesy of 103.3 ESPN in Dallas. This is Greeny, and I'm Myron Metcalf, and he's Taylor Twelman filling in. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Now it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. As you just heard, Spencer Dinwiddie of the Brooklyn Nets has a partially torn ACL in his right knee, and surgery is scheduled for next week, the team has announced. And we're joined by Kendra Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, uh, Perk, when you hear that a guy like Dinwiddie has torn his ACL, uh, what's your reaction to that? Oh, man, it's devastating. First of all, thanks for having me on, Colors. I appreciate it. But, you know, uh, it, it, it hurts. Uh, I believe it hurts the Nets team. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is a all-star caliber player, um, and you hate to see it. You never know the timetable of when he's going to return or if he's going to return. You know, anytime it's involved in an ACL, you don't want to take that lightly. I tore my ACL completely. So, you know, hopefully he get a speedy recovery uh, and get back on the court soon. But I strongly believe that's a that's a huge blow for the Brooklyn Nets because he's a valuable piece to that team and to their success as far as them trying to win a title this season. Perk, let's stay with the Brooklyn Nets because if you look at the first round of games, so to speak, Myron asked me, I said the biggest takeaway for me is the Brooklyn Nets look like the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. Does this injury impact that? And if you agree with me, why? Uh, um, It does. It does. Because Spencer did it with, Spencer did with it, in my opinion. You know, he, he actually plays a huge part of that big three. You know, I love Karis LeVert, but the way that he's able to play off the ball and play alongside Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, he's that guy that could get you 20 or 25 points on any given night and playing on the side of them. He's also a hell of a playmaker, and he's a he's a floor spacer. Uh, so when you look at it, guys like Kyrie and Kevin Durant, they need guys who can space the floor. Yes, you have Joe Harris. But you also have to respect Dinwiddie. Uh, and with him being out, I think it's going to hurt the Nets more than what people more than what people believe. 
He's Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. I'm Myron Metcalf. He's Taylor Twelman. We're filling in on Greedy. Uh, Perk, you had a situation on Twitter where Trey Young posted a video that showed Grayson Allen maybe tripping him in the game. Uh, not quite clear, but that's what he was suggesting. Grayson Allen responds and says, yeah, I'm sorry. That must have hurt sarcastically. In your generation, would you have been surprised if someone would have tried to start a fight with you on Twitter? Absolutely. You know, we we didn't get down like that. And I love Trey Young, much respect. Uh, but, you know, we didn't, we didn't have – you, you got to understand, Twitter didn't come along uh, until – we didn't really have social media until about my eighth and ninth season in the league. So it was more so old school, you know, where you didn't have that. Uh, you dealt with things internally. Uh, I don't know what exactly Trey Young was trying to get out of it, uh, you know, going in that direction. But, you know, it sounded like the sirens was on. Sound like the feds to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't something I would have done either, Perk. But I will want to – I do want to stay with the conversation about tripping because can you explain to me what the Clippers were doing yesterday? Like, like in 27 points in a professional basketball game in one half? Yeah, I mean, it was it was when you think about it, it was horrible. Uh, it just it just goes to show you the the lack of leadership. And I know Kawhi was out. And look, listen, I get it, right? It's, it's going to be times where teams lose games. It's going to be times where teams get beat by twenty. But when you get beat by fifty, that's not on the coaches. That's not on nobody else. That's on the players. That's your pride. That's your leadership. And not even thinking about just just looking past the first half. Okay, you go into the locker room and you're down 50. I get it. All right, I don't get it, but okay, it, it is what it is. You come back in the second half, I'm watching the game, I'm like, okay, the Clippers are at least going to, you know, try to cut this to 30 and make some type of run or some type of effort. They never made a run whatsoever. It's like, you know, they just folded. And it's more disturbing to me because – this is the same thing that happened with them in the postseason. When things got tough, they didn't respond well. And things are going to get tough for them. So the, the, the scout report on the Clippers is if you get them down early, you got them exactly where you want them. And it's going to be even more difficult because now you don't have the fans to, 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 to cheer you on and, and, and bring you back, and especially you know when teams used to fight for home court advantage. People don't understand fans help teams win games, especially when you get down big. But just to see them not fighting just goes to show me it's a lack of leadership in that in that locker room. Not by Ty Lue, but by the players. This is this is why I was so big on them getting Ray John Rondo. They needed a guy like that to say, All right, look, first five minutes, let's get stops and try to knock ten points off of this. Then we go just keep grinding and keep chipping away. I didn't see none of that. 27 points, Myron. It's ridiculous. Joined by ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins. We'll we'll let you go uh, with this. I watched LeBron James lead the Lakers to uh, almost a 30-point win over a Timberwolves team that was undefeated coming into that game. No Anthony Davis. I watched Paul George crumble, go 4 for 13 without Kawhi Leonard. What is it about Paul George, or what is he lacking, that in these situations without Kawhi next to him – He's not the same leader that I guess a lot of us expected him to be when he signed that deal with the Clippers. 
Well, well, he, he he's 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 not a number one option. That's what it goes to show us. He's he's not a Batman. Paul George is a Robin, and it was the don't let the contract fool you. That just happened to be he just happened to be at the right place at the right time because the Clippers gave up so much to get him that they can't afford they couldn't afford to lose him, especially with a player option. But it just goes to show you that. He's not their number one option because last time I checked, the Dallas Mavericks had been struggling and they're not even a, a great defensive team. So, like I said, I don't mind the, the I don't you know teams are going to lose games. I get that, but as a leader, you can't just afford to not come out there and 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 and, and leave it all out on the court. Then after the the game, you you have the nerve to go in a in a, in a press conference and say. We just wasn't ready today. What do you mean we wasn't ready today? As a leader, you, okay, you could not be ready or focused in the first half, but at some point you got to step up to the plate and be ready. He's the one and only Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. Thanks for joining us. Well, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all Thanks, happy bro. holidays. All right. Same to you. That was Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst. He is Taylor Twelman. I am Myron Metcalf filling in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. And that was Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Next up, the final Bills-Pats matchup of the season is going to feel a little different this year. Our Monday Night Football preview is next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Myron Metcalf. He's Taylor Twelman filling in. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, 888-ESPN is the number to call. We've got some breaking news that we have to get to right away. Taylor, what are you seeing out there on the Twitterverse? Our own ESPN Kimberly A. Martin just tweeted, source confirms Washington football team releases Dwayne Haskins. Whoa. Whoa. That's official. It, Dwayne my, my, Haskins. He's done. He's done. Dwayne Haskins no longer a member of the Washington football team through two interceptions on Sunday in a game against Carolina that could have given Washington uh, the clinching a playoff berth. Uh, and now he has been released after everything that went down. He attended a party, for those that don't know, with his girlfriend. There were strippers there. He was stripped of his captaincy. Uh, and it was clear that Ron Rivera only started him Sunday because he didn't have a ton of choices. Alex Smith was hurt, and he had to keep Dwayne Haskins around. But when you hear that news, Taylor, Dwayne Haskins released. 
What's your immediate reaction to that? What took him so long? Like, it, like in all seriousness, why now? Why now? Because quite honestly, if you're already on the brink of things, you started him last game. Like, this does raise a major, major question of why Dwayne Haskins started against the Carolina Panthers, right? Because, Myron, so you're releasing him based on that? That performance? You and I have seen that performance. Everyone else has seen that kind of performance from Dwayne Haskins. And so there's part of me that looks at it and says, okay, well, Ron Rivera said, you know what? We, we, you got one more chance. You've got one more chance. You've apologized. You said it was, quote, an accident, end quote, which is kind of funny that there were seven women in the same room wearing number seven Washington yeah. football team jerseys, accident. and you want to call it an accident? I, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyways, lose me with that. I, I, I just My question is what took you so long because what changed today, Monday, December 28th, from a week ago on December 21st that now made you say, you know what, he's not fit for the football team? And I think all of that's fair. He's Taylor Twelman. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Greeny. We're filling in on ESPN Radio. All of that's fair. I also think Ron Rivera isn't giving us the full story, and he doesn't have to. But everything that we've heard so far suggests that there have been things behind the scenes with Dwayne Haskins even before this incident where he broke protocol. I'll take it a step further. Dwayne Haskins will never make it back into the NFL again. He's done. His career is over. And that sounds crazy. But the one thing I know about the NFL is that you have to be really good in order to be somebody's headache. And Dwayne Haskins just isn't good enough to be any franchise's headache. He's not proven that he's the kind of quarterback that you need in your quarterback room. He hasn't proven he's developing to a point where three, four years from now, he's going to blossom into this starting quarterback that can help your team win. And more importantly, multiple times during this early stage in his career, he's proven that he is a liability. If I can't trust my quarterback to follow protocols, that if you don't follow them, you not only jeopardize yourself, but that entire locker room and then other teams, whoever you're playing. If you don't understand that, you can't be a part of my organization. And to me, this is Washington releasing Dwayne Haskins. But I think this is Dwayne Haskins not getting another chance to play in this league, not getting another opportunity going forward. I think his career is over, Taylor, after what we've seen in the last couple of weeks when he was given multiple opportunities to prove that he could be a guy that you could trust. Well, in that, I, that seems harsh because I feel like there is someone out there that looks at Dwayne Haskins, still sees – the fact that he went to the Washington football team, inherited that chaotic situation and whatnot, and yes, he has shot himself in the foot numerous amount of times. I'm not defending him, but you and I, Myron, have been around a lot of coaches, a lot of front office, a lot of general manager personnel, that type, those types of people that say, you know what, no, 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 I can change it. I can fix him. Now, if he's claimed off of waivers... They're picking him on that rookie deal, right? Which 2021, that's $1.8 million. 2022, that's $2.5 million, a little less than that whatnot. So if there are any believers, that's the price tag. Um, yeah. I'm not sure there are any believers on those numbers, but I feel like there's a rookie, there, there's a practice squad deal out there. There's a deal out there that gives Dwayne Haskins a second chance. But you are right about being a mediocre uh, mediocre headache. Excuse yeah. me. You're 100% right, Myron. And I'm not saying he's not. But my word, we've seen guys get six, seven, eight different chances that don't deserve one. 
I'd be shocked if this is Dwayne Haskins' last ever in the NFL. I'd be shocked. Taylor definitely sounds harsh, uh, but it's harsh in a league that cuts 1,200 players from the start of training Agreed. camp to the end of mm-hmm. training camp. Uh, this is a league that loves to get rid of guys, doesn't draft guys who enter the draft, cuts guys regularly. We just don't hear about them because they don't make headlines. I'm having a hard time believing in this climate that a GM looks at this situation and says, Ron Rivera, a guy we all respect, didn't want to deal with him. Why should I? Monday night football is happening. That's not the only story with Haskins. We got Buffalo Bills, Patriots, not a ton of time left in the show. But how do you see that game playing out and how dangerous are the Bills, Taylor? I think the Bills are the most dangerous team in the AFC uh, to compete with the Chiefs. I think offensively, the way Allen and the way Stefan Diggs has completely brought a balance to this team, that's been key. Uh, but I think the Bills are the second best team in the AFC. And if anyone knocks the Chiefs off, I wouldn't be shocked if it's in Buffalo. I think they're dangerous. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that is a team that has to be reckoned with. That was the Monday Night Football preview. It was brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Again, drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Man, it was great working with you today. That's Taylor Twelman. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Next up, Matt Jones and Joe Fortball will get you caught up on the news coming out of Washington. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can check out Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Also, don't miss Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 Eastern on ESPN. This is Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.